savaged. And then you spent, John, $300 million doing that. So uh, residential and other urban conservation is important. But the big, the big message, the 800-pound gorilla is the 80% used by agriculture. And here's the big problem. Farmers in Arizona, about two-thirds of them flood irrigate their lands. And it's, a, it's an old, low-tech way to water fields. But the technology that is available today that is more efficient works, but it's really expensive. You're talking about drip? Drip, micro-irrigation, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, sure the, and that solves and, some yeah. of the evaporation problem rather than flood yeah, irrigation. Absolutely. absolutely. But it's expensive. And so what I've been arguing for is why don't the cities put together a very uh, robust program to help financially farmers. This program contains subject matter and language that may be disturbing to some viewers. Viewer discretion is advised. More technical problems. We live in the 21st century. Savage Your host, Michael Carr. Alrighty, guys. Welcome to the show, guys. Welcome. As you can see, guys, I'm in a hoodie. It's it's a, it's a little chilly outside here in Central Florida, but uh, hopefully the uh, the weather gets a little bit better, improves a little bit. So, welcome, guys. Welcome. Happy Wednesday to everybody. Happy uh, Hump Day. If anybody celebrates that. A lot of uh, a lot of little kids out there. They they don't know what that what it is. You know the you know the twenty year olds. They they look what, what's Hump Day. I said Happy Hump Day to uh, to a college kid the other day, and he looked at me and he was like, uh, "What is that like humping? Like humping people?" I was like, "No, no, it's just it's it's National Hump Day. You know, every Wednesday it is three hundred and what is it fifteen days a year? I don't know how many Wednesdays are in a year, but you get the drift, guys. Guys, I I, I want to bring on. Um, Joseph here in a little bit, but I, I want to, uh, basically, uh, let everyone know we have a, we have a guest joining us here. Uh, she is going to be coming on momentarily, uh, from her organization, the giving water, uh, org. Uh, it's a tremendous, tremendous organization, a nonprofit out of uh, Las Vegas, Nevada. I've uh, been reading a little bit more about it, uh, you know, in the last couple of weeks and, uh, it has been catching some headway there in the Las Vegas uh, region. Uh, and I was not aware of this, that Las Vegas actually is suffering a water crisis. Um, it, 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 it's, it's sad. It's, it's sad that, uh, that, it, that, it, that it's becoming that way. But without further ado, I don't want to hold Joseph up. I know he's given me some size in the green room. So let's bring him on board. Joseph, buddy, welcome to the show. As always, hey, yeah, Las yeah, Vegas, man. yeah. Lake Mead is is drying up. The Hoover Dam level is really low. And yeah, uh, but before we get started, I noticed something while coming into Streamyard. 
that could be a problem. We may have to find a different video platform because they're broadcast. And I'm sure oh. you see the problem there with all this genderism stuff. You know, they might oh, yeah. get called sexist for calling it a broadcast and get canceled. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I get it. Uh, right over the head this morning, guys. It's it's still early in the morning for me, 1120 here on the East Coast, uh, about 1020 on Joseph's side there in Detroit. And no, then, 1120. Uh, 1120. We're in the same Eastern time, yeah. Oh, that's right. You guys are. Huh? I always yeah. think that, you know, I get yeah. confused between you and Sauce, man, because Sauce is actually an hour behind me. So Right, yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. Sauce, Sauce is the one out in a different era. More or less. It, yeah. It's funny too because because uh Joseph and uh Joseph and Sash, you guys are only like what, like a few hours away from one another, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just strange. depends on how all the time zone uh lines lay. Yeah, exactly. It's strange. And speaking Be of time zones, hold on, hold that thought. Speaking of time zones, Joseph, you know there's actually two time zones in the state of Florida. A lot of people don't realize that. Yeah, the panhandle's different, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Speaking of time, uh, it's been a while now. We, you know, we all in the fall, fall black back the clocks, right? The whole daylight savings time thing. Yeah. We are in, as you say in the opening, you know, God, this is the new century with all the technology and everything. Farmers aren't out there with oxen and you know, and manual plows. They all have a quick tractor yeah. equipment, but these big, huge light displays. We don't need savings time anymore. We should, like in spring, pass a law in spring, and instead of moving forward a full hour, split the difference. Let's move it a half hour, split the difference, yeah. and then leave it the heck alone forevermore. I agree. I agree. Uh, Joseph, I plugged in a video here before we kicked off the show. Uh, what did you think of that gentleman? Uh, basically, you know, given his analysis of how we should conserve water a little bit, you know, especially oh, uh, with the yeah. agriculture and everything else. Yeah, I, I agree. But yeah, the the issue is indeed, as he points out, uh, with advancement comes cost and whether mm -hmm. those costs can be reasonably absorbed. And we're dealing with inflation now as it is. We can't expect that huge cost to be absorbed because uh, it isn't going to be absorbed. It's going to pass on. And you can do those things in good times yeah. with low inflation and those prices can adjust. But now is, is a bad time for that to happen. Uh, prices are through the roof already. We can't let them go, you know, even higher. We've got record numbers of people in soup lines to eat as it is due to the inflation rate. And they, everybody's budgets have been destroyed. I'm on fixed income. My budget's destroyed. I'm looking for things to unplug to save on electricity. And, you know, what corners can I call, cut because my cola for Social Security isn't going to cut uh, what the real inflation rate is, which, uh, you know, then you have to address the joke that is the CPI. Just like in 
under yeah. Obama, they played games with the way the unemployment rate was calculated so that they could underreport that number. So the only thing that matters now <clears throat> in regard to employment is the labor participation rate, which was at record lows then, and now is hit again, record lows again during this administration. So yeah, the CPI does not reflect, and I was on retalk going back a uh, social media going with somebody, what is that real rate of inflation? I, I was guessing, and he thought I was even lowballing it, like 18% annually, like 18% for 2021, oh, wow. 18 for 2022, an overall aggregate of prices being 36% higher. Now, of course, that's yeah. per category, and your mileage may vary, as they say, regional variations in there could make it higher or lower per you. Yeah. But yeah, the you know, Joseph rate at 9% is a joke. <laughs> yeah. Joseph, you you uh you mentioned this here. I want to pitch this in real quick before we bring in our guest. Uh you had written a um or I think it was you. There was an article that was put on before itsnews.com, you know, featuring the Tea Party and you know Detroiters right to water yes. uh, guys. You got to check this out. Uh, Shaky, please pl uh, plug this into the show. Uh, guys, we're going to put this website on the show here. Uh, if you're streaming here live, what we are, guys, I'm all over the place. Sorry. It, it's been a very <laughs> early morning for me. Joseph knows I'm up sometimes at 3, 4 o'clock in the morning getting these shows prepared here with Shaky. But as you guys see, if, if you're watching this video live on Twitter, which we are, we're streaming live on Twitter, uh, there is uh, an article that was put out on beforeitsnews.com, uh, and you can see that on the bottom of the screen there. We just put that out there on the bottom. Uh, Joseph, did you want to, you know, I'll give you the floor a little bit, man, to talk about this. Yeah, well, the title says UN, well, UN, Detroiters Right to Water. The UN and, you know, uh, socialist communists believe in this. Everybody has a right to everything. Well, yes, we need water to live. We need food to live, yeah. but sorry, you do not have what well, you don't have a right to enslave others is the gist of it. Your right to water is if you have property, you digging a well in your backyard to see if you can get water off your property. Or I'm in Detroit taking a bucket across public land or your own private land to the river and dipping your bucket in and getting your free water. That's your right to water and it ends. You don't have a right to someone else's private land who built a man-made But here's the thing. Here, here's the thing, water. Joseph. Uh, right. I got to step in, man, because uh, we have, we have a homeless issue here in the state of Florida. Okay. And there's, a, a growing concern with a lot of homeless now not get, getting water. And his own, I guess, right? I mean, but uh, did you agree with that? That 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 there is a growing concern for for water shortage though in in the country. Oh yes, yes, and, and like in the homeless situation, uh, that's an issue of charity. Charity is. Mm -hmm. Raising money to purchase water to give to them. Like you said, Florida. I use Detroit as an example. Let's use Florida. It's a better example. 
we kept or California had a desalination plant built in yeah. the 80s. They decommissioned it. The morons decommissioned it after spending millions, if not billions of dollars to create a desalination plant. Actually, somebody thinking ahead, knowing yeah. that our fresh water isn't always availability, isn't going to cut it. So Florida, same thing. They should be building a desalination plant for at times when our natural rainfall. Well, we'll see. Fresh we'll see what DeSantis does about that. Yeah. But, yeah, I was going to say, we'll, we'll see what DeSantis does about that. But but hold that thought, Joseph. Um, we're getting to that point here. I want to uh, pitch in here uh, just who we're bringing on, folks, and what Miss Weir's message is behind organization, guys. Check this video out. Hi, my name is Dawn Weir, and I'm the founder of The Giving Water. What we do at The Giving Water is provide water for those in need and those in disasters. Right now, California is having a massive disaster. And we need your help to help provide water for California and all the people in need. So please, right now, go to paypal.me slash thegivingwater and give what you can, a dollar, $10, $100, $10,000 or more. Whatever you can give, please, Give it to the giving water so we can provide for those in the middle of this terrible disaster. It's devastating. I know that I've, I've lost everything in a fire. It really is devastating. And to have a cold glass of water with positive words on it would be a delight. So please help us now. Go to paypal.me slash the giving water. And donate what you can for those in need. All right, guys. Uh, wow. A tremendous. Uh, the end of that kind of uh, touched the heart a little, little bit. Choose other types of elements, other types of uh, fluids for their body. I get it. A lot of people like soda and, you know, all your high carbonated drinks and this and that. But water, man, that, the body needs the water. It, it, it really does. And, and, and I'd like to hear this message here from uh, Dawn Weir. We're about to bring her on. She is the uh, founder of the Giving Water Organization here. Uh, welcome to the show, uh, Miss Weir. I, I hope I pronounced that name correctly. Is it, is it Dawn Weir or is it Dawn Weir? Dawn Weir, like Bob Weir with the Grateful Dead, oh, okay. the Weir fishing duck. Oh, okay. <laughs> All righty. Any, and, relation, uh, any relation to the Grateful Dead guy? <laughs> yes, that's my son, Bob Weir. Oh! <laughs> of course, you know you have a name like Weir, you have to name your son Robert. <laughs> yeah. But so, yes, I am a proud deadhead. <laughs> oh, okay. So, so, so Miss Weir, um, I, I, I like to have a question here uh, to, to throw to the show first, you know, when we open it up here. Uh, where did you get the name The Giving Water, and how did you start this company, ma'am? Well, the company was started out of necessity to give within my own budget. I had recently got divorced. My electricity was going to be turned off in two days, and my son came home from church and said that he wanted to go on this mission that was outrageously expensive for me at that time. So, of course, I told him he could, and then 
I sat down and cried over not having enough. And how can I give when I have nothing to give? And this was the same problem in my single mom's life. When her money was out, she gave up her time at the church and that took away time from us kids. And I just thought, you know, this problem is a problem throughout the whole country. Every, it's not just my problem. How can we give within our budget? Because we all know when we give, we receive so much more. So I had to think of something that was a luxury item, something that was essential, and something that was in your daily budget. And something that's great for you, water. Mm. So I thought, I've been in advertising and marketing for decades. And thought, well, advertising and marketing money is pretty much a waste. I mean, it's in a magazine that you don't purchase to find out about the ads. It's in a billboard you drive by. It's on the TV or radio. And that's when you always switch or go get a drink of water yeah. hopefully <laughs> so how great would it be to use a company's advertising and marketing money for a tax donation to provide water for the public and then your brand goes home in your target market's hand and where right. is bottled water in your life it's on your desk in your car in your fridge yeah. in your garage and yeah, I was about to. I was about to say, uh, Miss Weir. Uh, I know that there's a uh, there's a chug challenge going on right now at your website, thegivingwater.org. Can you tell yes. us a little bit about the chug challenge? The chug challenge was created to bring attention to hydration, and it's really easy. All you have to do is chug or drink a bottle or a glass of water, and then challenge somebody else to do the same make a small donation of a dollar or more, hydrate your heart, and hydrate America. The Giving Water's mission is to provide water for local needs and disasters. The um, disasters are going to go up over 38% by the year 2025. That's not far. And if you noticed, I mean, we're having tornadoes in nashville in november when i can't remember when there was a tornado in november the weather's changing and yeah. we yeah. have to be ready for it the giving water is here to stop crises from becoming tragedies and we all know with the hurricanes i mean it's just insane the way we need to take care of ourselves. And yeah. Yeah, giving we, water, we do. the giving water is here to provide water for the over 3 million Americans that do not have water in their home. If 3 million tires were falling off cars, somebody would do something. Oh, yeah. You got but, any comment on that, Joseph? Yeah, well, being in Detroit, that's a, a lovely analogy. With Yeah, <laughs> in the 70s. I, in the 70s, the way we built cars so poorly in this nation, parts were literally falling off cars. So, but in your opening clip you showed of giving water, 
you mentioned California, and it's a perfect example here. Uh, and I opened talking about in the 70s, they had the brain capacity and forethought to build the desalination plant. But then idiots came along and closed it down. And those same idiots now refused to let us use the reservoir system to collect the rain runoff and the snow melt. Forget the Delta smelt issue now. That's another issue of then allowing water to run off into the ocean rather than preserve our fresh water. So preservation and collection of our fresh water is an important issue here. Uh, and like in Florida, they're going to need to build a desalination plant eventually too. But you don't have the you don't have a right to water other than collecting it out of the ocean. You don't have a right to force someone to desalinate that for you and to remove the bacteria and to lay the pipes to get it to your house. And that's where the yeah. Detroiters' right to water that the UN was falsely proclaiming article comes into play there. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I mean, is... Oh, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> no, this go ahead. Is... Giving water was created to jump over all of those hurdles and just provide water for those in need. And how we do that is by tapping into our advertising and marketing money of companies that I feel are just throwing it away on ads in magazines and billboards in the sky. And yeah. why not provide for the community that supports you? You're absolutely business. Yeah. The community is really supporting you. Why not give a little back and give a little back with something essential that everybody needs. And then yeah, I, I agree with you, Dawn, but I got to step in here. Uh, I, sure. I noticed that there was over 1,200 and if I have correctly the precise, I'll give the precise amount, uh, a little over 1200 bottles of water that was given out by your, or, your organization. Now, where were these bottles given out, if you don't mind me asking? Um, they were given out to events. They were given out to other nonprofits that use them for their events and to get awareness out into the community. Here's one we did for Bully Busters, which is a Bully Buster program in Las Vegas. And their sponsors on the back. Every one of our bottles has positive words on it to inspire those in need and to energize the water. So all that positivity goes inside of your body. Um, we have handicapped people that we deliver water to so they don't have to go out and get water. Our goal is to get enough sponsors so we have an endless supply of water for everybody to drink. We were just donated some vending machines. So we're looking for places. If you're in Vegas or California or Arizona, we'll bring a vending machine to you. Every button is a local charity. So when you're thirsty, you're not only giving to yourself with hydration, but you can pick a charity and funds will go to that local charity. That's amazing. Yeah. So I you guys are, do a lot, I guess. That, that's that's great, you know? Yeah, Michael, yeah, I want to interject here. Dawn is doing it the right way. This, this is an issue of charity. 
She's approaching yeah. it right. And she's right. NGOs, non-governmental organizations. This is not an issue for government to be involved in. And companies yeah. doing, like you said, some of their advertising budget can go to this to kill sure. two birds with one stone. They are both advertising and providing charity for those in need at the same time in water deserts. Now, like in, in Detroit, we, in a lot of urban centers, there's food deserts. You know, we're not talking sand. We're talking areas where things are right. missing. Like Detroit, there aren't many grocery stores. So, you know, there are food and water deserts, even though there are plenty of lakes and rivers all around, uh, it can be lacking. But yes, charity, charity and our hearts are the answer here, not government. I yeah, I totally I agree. agree. And that's why I challenge both of you to take the Chug Challenge. I'll take it. I'm gonna I'm uh, gonna take it because challenge your audience. I'm not a big fan of water though, but I'm gonna I'm gonna try. Yeah. Well, well just, if, you, if you're not a big fan of water, which a lot of people aren't, because let's I mean it's got a very clear taste. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah. you can do lots of things to water. You can add fruits and citruses to it. You know, you can add some spices, some pepper, some cayenne pepper and water is always good to heat up your internal. And mm. there's a lot of things you can do. I'll make a list on the website of different things to inspire your water drinking. For I you. agree. I that cut, idea. I cut down on my store-bought pop because of all the garbage. Savage. I bought oh, a yeah. soda cream unit, which is an Israeli company, very good company. So I love my soda cream unit. I'm not saving any money, but I've got a whole lot less high-fructose corn syrup, no caffeine, it's it's pure carbonated water that you add. I, I prefer the root beer flavor that you add flavoring to. Because, yes, water, I just plain water, I can't handle. I need some sort of flavoring in it. And I do like the carbonating of it with the soda stream. So I'm drinking a lot healthier. And your challenge is fine. Just don't challenge me to the ice bucket water challenge. Jeez, Bob. I'm not I'm jumping it over my head. And <laughs> that's the thing with the giving water chug challenge. You're not wasting water, right? You're not yeah, freezing it. You're not wasting you're it. But... Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, Go was... ahead. No, I was going to say this, this, this challenge has been uh, featured in Sessi magazine, right? Yes. Sassy magazine. Yes, ma'am. Yes. And thank you very much to Deborah Hall for that, to Debbie Hall for writing that article. We're going to be coming out in a couple more magazines here soon. We are also going to be providing water for all of the lounges or most of the lounges in Las Vegas that are here to open up this year. So when you go to consume, you can also give and you'll know who is supporting the community <laughs> by making sure that you're hydrated because we are the cure for cotton mouth. Sounds good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, folks, if you're, if you're wondering here, we, we just posted on the bottom of the screen for those. Yeah, one second, Dawn. I'm sorry. We just posted mm -hmm. on the bottom of the screen, guys. If you're uh, watching this video live on Twitter, uh, there's some resources that you guys can go to. 
on there that we uh, actually took off of uh, the givingwater.org. Uh, all great resources, guys. So check it out there. Uh, natural disasters, redcross.org, everything that's provided through this organization. So thank you very much. Um, hats yeah, to I, all you I guys. Lo- yeah. I like yes. that list, except remove FEMA again, because you know how this is not a government issue. It's a yeah. Well, we <laughs> want the key to this is getting the information out there for all that need it. Just like everybody needs water. Yeah. And we just want to make sure at the giving water that we can provide water for every d- disaster or crisis that happens from California to Florida. I mean, the biggest states are for disasters are Oklahoma is number one. Florida is number two and Texas is number three. And I hope I got two and three correct. But so you live in one of the states with the most I, disasters. Yeah. And the giving water. Oh, yeah. Is, we just we just got over two. Right. And, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. net, by 2025, you'll be getting over one a week. Yeah. Um, and the yeah. giving water wants to provide water for every disaster in America. We just feel that. Yeah, sure. I understand that there's water needs in Africa and everywhere, but being a mom, if you don't take care of yourself first and you're not able, you can't provide for others. So let's take care of America. I think, uh, yeah, one second, ma'am, if, if you please. I, I think Joseph had a comment on some of that. Go ahead, yes. Joseph. Yeah, yeah, Dawn, I'm sorry. I'm just dying to get this in because Michael knows. How I think you I found like somebody that can talk just like you, Joseph. <laughs> yeah. Michael knows how much I like to joke around and, and tease him. So, I, I mean, one more Florida disaster occurred when Michael moved from Georgia to Florida. But um, bum oh, Sorry, yeah. I, I couldn't resist. Couldn't resist getting yeah. that in. Yeah, you're That's fine, okay. Though. I do stand up on the side. I understand me to the joke. Now, now, Dawn, I, I hear there's a rap video out uh, called uh, The Giving Water Rap Song. Yes. Is we that made you a singing rap that? song. Hydrate America. Drink water. It, yes, is that you singing did. that? I did not sing it. I wrote yeah, it if and you... produced it. Yeah, if you don't mind, Dawn, I love to plug it into the show. Uh, Shaky, plug this in. I mean, this Joseph, you got to hear this. It's 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 a very very talented. Uh, oh, please uh, play song. the song and Dizzle yeah. the Diamond. Oh my there, God, she is amazing. Yeah, Dawn, we were trying to find the the actual music video to it, but we couldn't find it. So we we tried our best here to put it in here. So guys, check this I out. You know that water is so essential. The health of the community is detrimental. Supply may be limited, but we gon' keep giving it. Till ain't a drop left and you're feeling the benefits. Hydrate and educate, yeah, that's the mission. I'm trying to spread the word, hoping you would listen. One hand to another, neighbor to a brother. That's the giving water model, baby. Got you covered. Water. Uh. The giving water makes you feel alive. It's it's a it's about a two two minute video. I I love the the song. Yeah, that makes you start moving and grooving, doesn't it? It'll yeah. make you thirsty. It's catchy. <laughs> yeah, it's catchy. Yeah, you need a good catchy yeah. jingle, so that's good. 
<laughs> yes. So please yeah. take your chug challenge to hydrate America, drink water. And you can find that song yeah. on Spotify, YouTube, all the um, music platforms. Just type in hydrate America, drink water. And I promise it'll okay. come up. <laughs> yeah. Sounds good. Sounds good. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, I was listening to the video. It, it does have a jingle to it. You know, I'm sure Charlie Sheen would be laughing his, you know, rear end off, you know, with it like, oh, man, I got to jingle this now. Yeah, <laughs> but, uh, that would you be know, great. Charlie Sheen is the jingle man. You know, everybody remember from the show Two and a Half Men. When he oh, I love it. Jingles. Yeah, that <laughs> reminds me of another jingle, you know, in a way, but we're more, more vocalized. Yeah. Very so. nice. Uh, and speaking of Charlie Sheen, everybody should be taking 22 shots of water a day. <laughs> 22 shots a day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now I get 22 shots yeah, yeah. of water. Let's not make it liquor. Yeah. <laughs> shots of water yeah, yeah, a day. Yeah. Or the other, you, other kind yeah, of injection yeah, no shot. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. Not Let's keep either. it for the Can H2O we have, effect. If we're talking Charlie Sheen, we could be talking uh, shoot up kind of shot. Yeah. <laughs> no, we're yeah. just talking water shots. But so that's a great thing, too. You guys can do. You could take 22 shots of water for your chug challenge. There you go. There you and go. I'm doing that on um, TikTok under the giving water. You can watch me do that. You were, you were, and you've been all over the place too. Uh, I want to plug in a video here in a moment here with, uh, with your appearance on the, the Ricky cheat class. Is that how you say your last name out of uh, Las Vegas? Ricky cheese, Ricky cheese. Yes. Yes. Oh, that yeah. was one of my first interviews. She is a wonderful yeah. lady. Yeah. Check this out guys. Uh, you know, Dawn Weir on uh, Ricky Cheese. The Giving Water, The Giving Revolution. Live Las Vegas with Ricky Cheese. And my guest today is here to talk about something that I didn't even realize was a real crisis here in Southern Nevada. This is Dawn Weir. She is the founder of The Giving Water. Predict the future, you have to create it. Right. And that is what The Giving Water is doing. We're creating a wave of opportunity in the community. So, the community can give without sacrifice or burden. Right. And when we first talked about this, you were you were really focusing on on veterans. If you're talking about groups of people who are on financial constraints, this is something that you don't want somebody to have to not have water. You know? Exactly. Yeah. What I do is I bring together businesses, charities, and individuals on a label of the giving water, and then I attach that to a community um, charitable event. So the public can then come out and purchase their bottled water needs for their favorite charity right. and give without sacrifice and burden. Because bottled water is in most people's budget. You take care of yourself in so many different ways. You have your health, you have your mental, and you have your spiritual. And I really think that the giving water touches each of these and will fill you up on each of these. Yeah. This is about more than just bottled water. Right. This is about rebranding your company in the community as a company that steps up and gives to the community and enables it to give. I want everybody to be able to give freely without burden or sacrifice. I want charities to have funds where they didn't think it was possible. Right. I want the businesses 
to do more than spend money on a billboard or a magazine. Mm -hmm. I want their their advertising and getting out what they do to mean something to the community and be a part of the community and be a mini billboard in their hand Mm -hmm. where you make them feel good with every drink. Yeah, yeah. And you make them feel good because they just gave. Mm -hmm. And why did they give? Because of you. Right. And now they have more money to spend on you. (laughs) (laughs) So it's a full circle. Yeah. And that's just what I want. I want you to go down the road. And if you're carrying a bottle from Walmart or Smartwater or Avion or Fuji, you're known as a consumer. Whereas if you have the giving water, you're known as a giver. Wow. That's such tremendous, tremendous stuff. Uh, you know, I, yeah. Wow. That's you. You really, you really do have a heart, um, Dawn, uh, you know, with this water organization that you started and I, I really hope it, it catches more attention, you know, to the rest of the country because, you know, this nation is facing crisis after crisis after crisis, you know, and a lot of people take the water for, for, for granted, you know, they're, they're like, you know, I mentioned in the beginning of the show before we brought you on, you know, I plugged in a video with a gentleman uh, stating that there is a real crisis right now in, in your state of Nevada. Is that correct? With, yes. the, with the water crisis? Yeah. Yes. And, 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 and you had mentioned Mexico. California as well, too. Yeah. Yes. And New Mexico, Las Vegas, yeah. our sister city, Las Vegas, New Mexico, with I think it's like probably 30 to 40 days now. Well, yeah. 13,055 people will be out of water. Like have no water in their homes. Can you wow. imagine the water in your house just not being available? Yeah. And where's your property value? Where are you going to go? Yeah. This, it creates yeah. a real problem. And I just think it's it's time for America to start taking care of America so we can take well, care I, of more. Yeah, I mentioned crisis. Um, you know, we have a president right now. You know, I I, I normally talk politics here. You know, with myself and Joseph. And, yeah. You know, I, I it's good. this 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 issue that we're talking with this water crisis is a political issue. Okay, we have a president right now that uh, seems to be creating crisis after crisis. You know, with the border issue, with the economy, with inflation at a forty-year high, and and some of that inflation. You know, I've seen water prices go up, you know, which is crazy. I mean, water should be cheap, folks. Water should water, be free. It, it should. That's it should. my goal. It should. It should be free. I, 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 To be honest with you, I live in Florida. So some of the companies that I mentioned, maybe folks that are listening on Twitter, okay, you know, we have Publix here. We have Walmart. We have Kroger. We have Trader Joe's. We have all the great companies. I see some of the prices for water, just water. a a case. I'm like, who in the hell is going to buy a $12 case of water? Eight eight of them, nine of them in a case. It's crazy. Right. And I'm going to change it all. Just take the chug challenge, make a small (laughs) donation. And I promise you, I have a trucking company. We're putting the giving water on the trucks so you can see the giving water going down the freeways and you'll know that the giving water is there for everybody 
no matter what state from east coast to west coast or in oklahoma in the middle the giving water wants to provide for everyone wow she's like a female version of you joseph i mean she can carry the show man she's just like you yeah well you and dawn had made the point with the trucks uh maybe water shouldn't cost as much as it does in stores but but i'm going to defend these companies here uh again you don't have a right to water and there are costs the collection the purification the plastics the manufacturer to make the bottles to then put the water in the delivery to the store, the price of diesel for those trucks to get it to the store and stock it, there's costs. And that's why Dawn's going about it the right way and raising money through charity to make it available free because it isn't free. You can't get it for free. You don't have a right to it for free unless someone like Dawn is raising the funds to make it available for free. Sure. I get it, Joseph. Yeah. Yeah. And a rising tide floats all boats. Amen. And amen. And that's just what I'm trying to do. And the and- companies get not only the tax write off, and God works in amazing ways. Oh, yes. And Dawn, was that an intentional pun? Boat, water, boat, boat <laughs> and water. Well, I try to make those really good puns now. Yeah, and then seeing that video, too, reminds me. I, I yeah. love Vegas. I haven't been there since 2006, though. But if I manage to scrape up the money to fly out, can I use your couch since I can't afford the hotel? Yes. <laughs> yeah, Joseph, you got you to gotta remember, man, this video, I, I just checked. Shaky gave me the notation on it. Um 32,677 downloads for that rap video. Tremendous. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. I'm very excited. And that's a collective number from all the, so it's getting out there. I will hydrate America. (laughs) Yeah. You better girl. It is my goal. One bottle at a time. Yep. That's right. And one drink at a time, one drop at a time. And we just need everyone out there to take a chug challenge, make a donation, because what we can do together is so much more than what I can do on my own. Oh, absolutely. Hold that thought, uh, folks. I got to get a quick uh, break in from one of our exclusive sponsors here on the show. Uh, You're hearing Dawn Weir, the founder of the Giving Water Organization. Tremendous, tremendous uh, organization. Be right back, guys, after these words. You've made iHeartRadio the fastest-growing music app in the U.S. Why? Because we connect you to all of your favorite music and radio stations in one free app. And this fall, prepare to take control of how you listen to the radio. Replay. That song on your radio you just can't hear enough? Immediately replay and sing along again. Save. Save the music you love on the radio directly to your playlist. Play. Search for and play any song on demand. Skip. Unlimited skips. Offline. Take the music from your favorite stations offline. Introducing iHeartRadio Plus and iHeartRadio All Access. Your radio now on demand.
Howdy, guys. We're back here on the show here with uh, Dawn Weir, the founder of the Giving Water Organization. Learned a lot from Dawn. Uh, learned about her organization. Uh, we learned that she has a rap video. Uh, she's been on uh, amazing shows. Uh, not only myself and Joseph's here, but, you know, she's been on with uh, Ricky Cheese uh, out there in Las Vegas and uh, many, many other podcasts I, I've noticed that she's been on. So uh, tremendous, tremendous honor having her on the show. Uh, Dawn, anything else going on with the Giving Water organization? Anything, you know, future projects that you're working on or you want to share? To projects. The oh, there is so much to give with water. Um, the getting sponsors right now to support our vending machines and charities and sponsors on the label is the most important thing. So if your company wants to give back and be in the hand of your target market, please contact us at thegivingwater.org, or you can just call me at 702-808-2305. Yes. Um, and we'll get your, we get you, your giving started and let your ripple effect go out from there. I'd like yeah. to let everybody know. I don't think people know about the facts of dehydration in America. Over 75% of all Americans are chronically dehydrated. So you wonder why people aren't thinking clearly. They aren't drinking enough water. Yeah. Um, one out of four children are chronically dehydrated before the age of 16. Now, that causes all kinds of problems. Yeah, Del, why is that? Why, 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 why is the uh, statistics so high like that? If well, we're just not, you know, the Gatorade, the juices, Cokes, Pepsi's, all the big companies have inundated you with sugar, <laughs> and that's what you need. And it's just a matter of changing our hydration habits. I even as a parent. When my kid was young, it was like, oh, why am I drinking water and giving my kid fruit juice? Mm. No, give yeah. my child water. So we started making hydration habits and drinking water and we had chug challenges. That's how this started. And if you make hydration fun with your child, they're always going to like water. Oh, yeah, absolutely. you know what? You're you're right here in that it's not just the consumerism and advertising, it's learned behavior. Like you said, why am I giving my child the fruit juice while I'm drinking? Well, that's because we're in that mindset of the extra vitamins and minerals in and the flavoring in the fruit juice, not just the fruit itself. But you're right in why I'm so high on the soda stream units. Because it's, you know, you're taking good, clean water and just carbonating it and adding a little flavor. Far better for you than the massive sugary and hyped up with so much caffeine drinks. Oh, the sugar's out of control with these these drinks, Joseph. I, I agree with that. I mean, some of these kids, are, I mean, sadly, they, they have freaking diabetes by the age of 15 years old, you know, because the parents, they, they we, we have a different form of parents today. We have parents that don't teach the correct welfare and the correct education to children. They let their children literally dictate their own future at the age of sometimes three, four years old with this, with the sugar stuff. So I agree. Yeah. With you. And yeah. we have to realize that 
our frontal lobes are not developed till about the age of 25. 26, so, actually. Yeah, 20, your, your well, brain is 28. We'll go yeah, 26. about 26, 26, 28. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. And, you know, we send our kids out there at 16 thinking that they should be aware and know everything. And then we send them yeah. out to live on their own at 18. And it's, you know, it's just we have to rethink everything. But I think yeah. that creating hydration habits young and early in life, like you said, when you drink a soda pop, drink your soda pop, but drink a drink of water in between each drink of soda pop. Yeah. Like when you go to a bar and you drink a drink, you drink a glass of water after every drink. So you don't have a hangover in the morning. <laughs> I mean, there is ways to, to trick the body. You yeah. know, when you wake up in the morning, drink two bottles of water in the morning. Take yeah, by gets everything going and moving that's been stagnant all night. Direction of the show just yeah. changed. It's welcome to Savage Unfiltered and Don Weir's anti-hangover tips. Oh, there God, he is. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, here's the Here's the thing, uh, you know, uh, Dawn mentioned, uh, you know, drink stuff so you don't, you know, get the hangover, you know, the green underneath the gills. Uh, my mother used to tell me the same thing, you know, when I was 20, maybe 21. I mean, sadly, sometimes 17, 18 years old drinking. But, yeah, I, I agree with you on that. You know, it's it's very important. The water does hydrate. You know, it might yeah. not taste. It might not taste like a soda or an Arizona tea or all that high sugar drinks, but sometimes, you know, the, the body, the body needs water. And when you it don't does. have water for a while, it, it, you feel, you feel funny. Sluggish. Yeah. You feel sluggish. Yeah, You're you not do. clear. That's why when you talk to people and they don't understand, maybe they haven't drank any water today. Yeah, maybe. I mean, and it's just, it's a new habit that everybody needs. And you can yeah. start by taking the chug challenge. Yeah. Take I the think, chug challenge. Yeah. I think Michael and I have got a new excuse whenever we make a gap. We're going to use that. We didn't get enough yeah. water today. There yeah. you go. Now, don't make an excuse. Make it a <laughs> habit and drink the water. <laughs> we don't want water to be an excuse. We want you to drink it. But so uh -oh. if you're a company. Michael, please. Oh, there you go, Mike. He froze no. for a second there. No, yeah. It's, yeah, it's all right. I would like to say also, we've come out with a dot com label. Oh, okay. So if you have a business that is just a dot com and you just sell your stuff online, oh. you can make a donation. We put your dot com on the label. And then that water can go out to any disaster anywhere, whether it be California, Oklahoma, or Florida, because wow. what is in your hand besides a bottle of water? Yeah. Yep. And then all you do is scan the QR code and you find out who is supporting you and who is behind you and the giving water and who's there for you. Good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, you know, Dawn, I want to thank you for coming on the show. Uh, I learned a lot actually from the giving water organization. Well, I learned that it, it's, yeah, I, well, thank you. You know, I always want to say thank you, you know, because you're, you're, you're giving education to people that may not know about your organization and it's important. It really is. You know, you have an organization that actually is important. You know, there's a lot of those, you know, nonprofit 
you know, uh, uh, 501C organizations out there that are just, you know, plugging in nonsense. Because I, I see a lot of them. And, and you're not plugging in nonsense. You're plugging in truth about what we need in this country. We, we have a yeah. crisis right now for water. And if you can give a message to our president uh, with this many, many crises that he, that, he, that he creates every single day, what is your message for the president right now with, with, with the water crisis? Wow, you put me on the spot. <laughs> what, <laughs> what my message I usually would be, do sometimes. <laughs> would be, President Biden, please provide me with a grant to give the giving water to all the places in America that need it. Let the giving water do the job that you can't do. Give me grant money. Give me your support and let me provide water for America. I'm up to the job. I'm ready. And I am very able and capable. Wow. Well, well I'd, on, like, I, I'd yeah, like, go to ahead, tie, like to tie this back to. I knew Joseph was going to get ahead of me, but go ahead, Joseph. Well, you, you, since you mentioned Biden, we must mention the farcical infrastructure bill they passed last year, which is just green energy scam money yeah. laundering. We have been talking for more than a decade about the need for a real infrastructure bill. You see my yeah. book title there, Terror Strike, the tax on our electrical grid now. The grids in places are going to be down for weeks, potentially months, as these yeah. attacks step up. We needed to address the hardening of the grid. The desalination issue that we talked about twice now, in huh? an infrastructure bill, there should have been allocation for a California and a Florida desalination, maybe even in Texas, three desalination plants centrally located across the states to help alleviate the going to be ever worsening water crisis because indeed some exasperate the crisis by protecting the Delta smelt. Well, Joseph. Running off water to the ocean rather than reservoiring yeah. it. Joseph, listen to this. It, it took the president almost uh, two years just to go to the southern border. He was at the southern border yeah. the other day. How long is it going to take him now to understand that we actually have another crisis now that he has to uh, tackle? A water yeah. crisis. How long is the president going to take to face that issue? God only yeah. knows. I would say... Let's not depend on the president or our government. Let's depend on you and Amen. me. Amen. Let's depend on ourselves Absolutely. and provide for ourselves and make a donation to the Giving Water. Take the Chug Challenge. You can go to hydrateamerica.org or thegivingwater.org. And let's start taking care of ourselves and providing for ourselves. Yeah. I'm here for you, and I'm ready to give all of it away. That's why this show today and having Dawn on is important because, you know, there's a lot of people who don't understand this and yeah. can't fathom it. If you live in the Midwest where we have a lake pretty much every rock-throwing distance, the abundance of water here, they – if they've never been to Vegas, <laughs> they, they have no clue of the great expanses of areas where water is indeed hard to get and Lake Mead's levels dropping. 
because of you know we were through a cycle we're not this global warming fiasco scam nonsense we're through cycles we go through cycles always drought feast and famine cycles and it's the same with rainfall out in the uh nevada area so that lake mead the hoover dam isn't being replenished in this cycle Later, we may have more water than we know what to do with, but you have to prepare for the down cycle in the mm. good times, and we didn't do that. No. I'm Go sorry, ahead, and let's not, I just want to remember the Midwest, because I am from Nebraska myself, and several years ago, when the 100-year flood happened in the Midwest, you've got to realize that over a million wells were contaminated and yeah. they are still not usable. No. So the Midwest is They're still abandoned, in a actually. water crisis. Oh, yeah, it depends on, he froze. Depends on, right, yeah, some of them are so contaminated they can't even be uh, thoroughly cleaned enough, right, which goes back to the top again. There's costs and problems associated with you just don't grab a bucket of water from anywhere it, it needs cleaning uh and and that is quite a process right and we're going to make that process a lot easier with the giving water you take the chug challenge you make a donation you're a company spend some of your advertising and marketing money for a tax-free donation Get your name out there as providing for America and lifting people up. That's what it's about. Yeah, Yeah, we do. Your point about the flood, uh, uh, not reiterated or uh, not embellished, but emphasized or re- backed up. Let me just use it. You backed up my point about the feast famine and the cycles, the flooding. We had too much water. And now we're in the cycle of not enough water. Yeah. Yeah. We see that every single day. We see that in Florida too. Like uh, we're uh, even though, you know, it's considered winter time in most States of America, we're actually, we're still seeing 75, 80 degrees here in Florida. And we're still somewhat of a drought. You know, there's a lot of canals and a lot of reservoirs in Florida that have very, very little water and a lot of homes, you know, they depend on the reservoirs and they depend on the wells and they're just, they're just bone dry. It's yeah. Yeah. And yeah. let me go back to the desalination thing again, California, again, they, in the seventies, they built one. If the idiots wouldn't have decommissioned it during the downtime, we use aquifers. We don't just yeah. use our rivers, our lakes. We sometimes dig deep into the earth, the water aquifers, like oil, like oil reservoirs, Res- blah, 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 oil reserves that are in the earth that we then pump that water up from the aquifers and during a rain heavy rain cycle uh we could use those desalination plants you don't shut them down you then use them to pump water into the aquifers to replenish yeah, good luck them. good luck good luck trying to tell them that joseph don't, good don't, luck don't look with at that you. yeah, yeah. And the easier thing to do i think for everybody is to take the chug challenge. Take that chug challenge. And She's pitching make it like a everything. Yeah. I'm going to plug it. Yeah, plug it away. <laughs> plug, plug away. Plug that chug and challenge. And make a donation. And let's yeah. provide and lift each other up. 
Yeah. I mean, well, we all know how fast the government helped us in Katrina. Yeah. Right. Right. And I've I've set up the giving water for our water distribution centers across the United States. So yeah. if we have, I come to Florida and take care of a crisis for you, we're going to use your resources in Florida. Because I mm. said a rising tide floats all boats. I want to have a water company in Florida to go to. So we keep the funds and everything in the same community. Yeah, amen. Don, I want to thank you again. Thank you for coming on. Um, thank you for giving us your uh, your background of uh, the Giving Water Organization. And um, uh, lastly, uh, some of the listeners, obviously, if they're just coming into the Twitter live, they didn't catch the first half. You know, sometimes it happens. People come and go. Obviously, if if you missed the live stream, guys, you can check this replay back out on, on Rumble. This will be uploaded on Rumble later tonight. Uh, as well as other platforms. And uh, if you're not a video guy, a lot of people like audio. Uh, this will be uploaded to Spotify, iHeart, Google, Apple, Amazon Music, Audible, all over the place, guys. Uh, you can check out the replay in its full entirety. Dawn, for some of the listeners that are just knowing you for the first time, where can some of the listeners find you at? Well, you can definitely find me on thegivingwater.org hydrateamerica.org. We are on YouTube and Twitter and LinkedIn and all the social media platforms under the Giving Water. Um, our rap song, please listen to our rap song and drink water. It's two minutes and 55 seconds. You can take the chug challenge to it. It's Hydrate America, drink water. Yeah. It's a really good tune. It will get you moving and make you thirsty. And go well, on. I got to say one thing, Dawn. You're holding that water like you're holding a uh, a glass of Chardonnay, but I love it. <laughs> <laughs> and Dawn. I'll drink to that. Dawn, you've got <laughs> yeah. one more outlet now. I have my book site, terrorstrikes.info, and there's a charity page. Terrorstrikes.info slash charity. The minute we're done with this broadcast, I will be adding givingwater.org to that charity page to help promote your good uh, service here. And uh, something, again, water is a necessity of life. So we need to help those who are having trouble with access to it, to have it. And, and if possible, I'm going to try to even squeeze the wrap on there. <laughs> Yay! Well, thank you very much. And we will put this yeah. on our website because as a rising tide floats all boats. So, yes, it will be, we'll share it yeah. with everyone. Dawn, Dawn, thank you very much for joining. Yeah, thank you very much for joining Savage Unfiltered. And uh, you have a gr great rest of your week. Uh, Dawn Weir of the Giving Water Organization. Tremendous. Thank you well, very much, ma'am. I can't thank you enough. You have made my week and stay hydrated. And I, I love being savage. Hey, it's a savage life for everybody. Take it easy now. It? All righty, Joseph. So, uh, so what'd you think of, uh, Miss Weir? She, she, uh, she's got a great organization, man. Yeah, she does. And I, again, yeah, as soon as we're done with this broadcast, I got an interview at one 
but I think between the end of the show and then I can squeak uh, givingwater.org onto my terrorstrikes.info slash charity page. Uh, Because, yeah, again, how many times have I espoused on your show? NGO. A lot. Non-governmental organizations, right? Stop with the redistribution of wealth and government stealing, taking a too much of a cut of that money and giving a little of it back in the supposed name of doing this. Yeah. Charity, Hold that thought, charity, Shaky. Charity, yeah, Shaky. Shaky in the other ear telling me we got to plug the other uh, uh, advertisement in here, guys. Uh, we'll be right back with uh, Savage Unfiltered. Don't go anywhere, guys. I couldn't hear anything. That, what was that? Was that was the package? No, that was the package from Me Undies. Remember when Me Undies started oh, uh, sponsoring the show? That was Me okay. Undies. No, folks, I wasn't plugging a promo, uh, a porno on the show or nothing. No, that was actually uh, Me Undies. Yeah, Me Undies actually sent us that package with no okay. freaking sound. Yeah, so, I couldn't get what they were getting at there. Right? Yeah, yeah, Me Undies, man, plug. Give us packages with sound for God's sake. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's like, what yeah. are they, the 1920s? We're watching no, no, a silent I know. movie? I know, but, you know, like, t- almost 50 seconds of dead air, guys. But, uh, <laughs> guys, I, I do want to plug in some important stuff before we close out the show. Um, I got a package here, a couple packages here. Uh, you know, plug it in Joseph's book. Of course, I want to plug in my book, guys, America's Political Warfare, Our Modern Silver War. Guys, um, we actually have a package here. Uh, to the book that's out on Amazon.com uh, in the ebook format, as well as um, the soft cover, uh, which you can basically purchase on Amazon.com. Uh, if you have the unlimited plan, guys, you get it for free. If not, uh, the ebook is selling for $6. The soft cover, $12.99. Uh, it was sold out for like the first seven hours when it first came out uh, about three, four days ago. So uh, it's, it's, it's 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 now back in stock. We 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 got some good stock on there. I'm told. You know they're they're constantly monitoring the stock. So I, I do greatly appreciate that, guys. Uh, check this out, guys. Uh, the trailer here, official trailer to the book here: America's Political Warfare, Our Modern Silver War. Savaged, unfiltered. My right, fellow Americans, it looks like some things have changed. Are we doing a good enough job teaching our children what America is and what she represents? If you want an abortion, get one! Younger parents aren't sure that an appreciation of America is the right thing to teach modern children. We're not going to make America great again. It was never that great. When I drive into a neighborhood and there are American flags, it's a message of white supremacy. I'm warning of an eradication of the American memory that could result in an erosion of the American spirit. We need to completely dismantle the police department. If we forget what we did, we won't know who we are. We've got to do a better job of getting across that America is free, 
and freedom is special and rare. Freedom of speech, freedom of religion, freedom of enterprise. As long as we remember our first principle and believe in ourselves, the future will always be ours. Ours was the first revolution in the history of mankind that truly reversed the course of government and with three little words, we the people. We the people are free. Pick up your copy of America's Political Warfare, our modern civil war, available on Amazon.com and other platforms December 30th. Get it today. Now, guys, I know that was a very impressive, impressive trailer. Uh, I want to thank Shaky. I want to thank other people that put that together, guys. Thank you very much. Pick up that copy. Now, guys, if you like that, wait till you see this trailer because this is Joseph's trailer, and I want to give the floor, guys. I don't give the floor to the respected personalities on the show because it's not just about a podcast. It's not just about a show. We put our hard earn time into these books that come out guys as well as the podcast this now guys is uh joseph's trailer here the exclusive trailer to terror strikes coming to a city near you uh which you can be uh which can be found on amazon.com as well as other marquees barnes and noble books a million uh, i'm told that it's in its ebook and it's soft cover uh check this out guys myth that terrorism stopped during COVID. Unfortunately, mainstream media opted to prioritize pandemic hysteria over promoting all news. Terrorism continues. Simply hoping that it doesn't affect you is not a strategy. The new book, Terror Strikes, coming soon to a city near you, featured on The Author Show, is now available in paperback from bookstores, online, or as an ebook exclusively through Amazon Kindle. Terror Strikes, coming soon to a city near you by Joseph M. Leonard. Order today. Thank you for playing my trailer, but I got to say, Shaky, uh, if you put together Mike's trailer, you literally, literally moved me to some tears. And I'm getting choked up because it is both sad, so sad in some respects, that how horrible things have become and the anti-American sentiment by spoiled snowflake trophy participant given brats in this nation. So sad on that half. And yet so inspiring uh, in the other sense. And Michael, your book is so very important. People need to get uh, a a copy of it now that it's available. And, you know, I I, I think we almost should raise and put our hands over our heart and and fight the Pledge of Allegiance at this point. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, guys, I, I, I know that, um, I failed to mention it. It may have touched, tu- will touch hearts. Uh, we did that on purpose, guys, not to, uh, not to, 
you know, um, insult people or make people feel sad, but to, to show the, the, the real, the real persona of what this nation is becoming, uh, you know, you notice in the, in the part of the trailer with some statues of Lincoln and George Washington being torn down with red paint splattered on their faces, uh, women sp spilling out radical rhetoric towards, you know, the abortion uh, movement to this and that. Everything that you've seen in that trailer, folks, everything, everything in that trailer is uh, is a clear example of what I wrote in this book that's out because we're seeing we're seeing it all folks in this nation and it's it's really it's 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 really upsetting uh joseph it really is man. yeah it is but yet also there's inspiration in there uh ronald reagan speaking there and the, his uh if we lose freedom here there's nowhere else to go and freedom is lost everywhere and we must be that shining city on the hill so despite yeah. Despite the negative emotions in that trailer, there are also very inspirational, uh, uh, motivational uh, portions of that, too. Yeah. Yeah. Ronald Reagan clear uh, opening up the uh, part that we used there for Ronald Reagan, you know, basically saying that it's now or never. I mean, he didn't use those words, but you pretty much understand where it's going. You know, this is the last utopia, folks, of this of this great nation. If we lose this nation, there's no other there's no other nation. There's no other continent. There's no other landmass that I know about or anybody knows about, for that matter, that we could basically resettle. Yeah. Antarctica is a little too cold. Right. Yeah. <laughs> There's yeah. no place left to go. Going yeah. and settling on the moon for freedom is uh, not an option either. We have to preserve yeah. freedom. And, you know, I, I, I wrote an article that's going to be coming up. Uh, they love to call it diversity, equity, and inclusion. I call it diversity, inclusion, and equity. Be die, right? Because yeah. literally, it's about killing the American dream. They don't get, we already are about diversity and inclusion the americas the united states was set up as a melting pot oh, where yeah. cultures come together it isn't cultural appropriation when we melt together like tom mcdonald a white rapper who puts his hair in braids in his politically incorrect video says, you call it cultural appropriation. I call it paying homage. It's, yeah. it's part of the diversity and inclusion these left-wing loons pretend yeah. they care about. And then yeah, the it, E is for equality, not yeah. this socialist idiot out equity notion which is really special rights and privileges for some yeah. over others we are for diversity equality and inclusion they refuse to see it in their version diversity equity uh, and inclusion is about killing the american foundations yeah and we put out a uh a, a... A, uh, a little ticker on the bottom, guys, for those who are uh, tuning into the, uh, the Twitter live. Uh, you could read some of the uh, the articles that Joseph does put out through the Liberty Beacon. You can go to www.thelibertybeacon.com. 
There's a special one that I put on the bottom forward slash George Santos for POTOS uh, 2024. Yeah, that's a fun one. That, yeah, Joseph wrote serious, that. Yeah, There's serious stuff in there. But as you can see in the title, I call it a parody because yeah. lying Biden. The left is apoplectic about the lies George Santos told. But you'll notice they never call out a leftist who lies every time their mouth opens. So I jokingly say George Santos for president. Instead of a presidential <laughs> debate, we can have a lie off to see which yeah. is the better liar. Right? There you go. There you go. Uh, guys, I want to close this out in a little bit here with Joseph because I want to make some room for uh, Joseph has an appearance he's got to make on a show here. Uh, but guys, uh, since we're uh, since we're labeling, you know, the, the, the blunders of Biden. I know Jodas had put a uh, an article out there. I'll give you a little spoiler alert, if you don't mind, Joseph. Which actually, there's a there's an article coming out on the Liberty Beacon about the Biden uh, border blunders, right? Yes, yeah. This Saturday, yeah, yeah. Saturday, the I write for the Liberty Beacon. I mainly write on theforgenews.com, Jay Leonard, Detroit. But every Saturday, I have a piece on the LibertyBeacon.com, and yeah, it's bumbling Biden wears blinders to the border. It was well, a photo op is what yeah, it was. Well, well, since we're on the since we're on the uh, the border blunders, Joseph, did you see he actually went to the border, guys? He went to the border, not the first merry-go-round that he was supposed to go to the border because he was supposed to go to the border like two years ago when he first took office. People were questioning him. You need to go to the border. We have a border issue and this and that. Well, he finally went to the border. And guess what, guys? Did he accomplish anything? No. Check this video out, guys. We got a, a, a video clip here. Uh, shaky, plug this in, buddy. You got, you have to show the listeners. When you think of a photo op at the border wall, Joe Biden might not be the first U.S. president you think of, but there he was in an effort to project an image of a situation under control. All of his events in El Paso had a similar feel. Biden met with border agents at a processing facility. And he spent time with workers at a welcoming center, asking staff what additional resources they need. He left without visiting the front lines of this crisis. The streets where migrants are sleeping as the shelter and support systems are stretched beyond capacity. It's a real drastic situation. It's a real, it's a real crisis. I don't know what's going to happen. They're not going to disappear. So you, you need to have some sort of a solution for them that's humane. The U.S. broke a record in the last fiscal year for the number of illegal entries through Mexico, with border agents encountering well over two million people crossing. It's a crisis on a humanitarian level, a policy level. And for Biden, it's a political crisis, too. If the president could cause the chaos of the border, neither to be here. It just so happens he's two years and about $20 billion too late. challenge that we're facing. Even members so of his complex. own party are frustrated. I, I would have loved to have seen the administration lean in on immigration from day one. Why didn't Because, they? you know, you, you'd, ha you'd have to ask them that. Today, I'd like to... Last week, Biden did announce the expansion of a program to immediately turn around some migrants, while also pledging to accept 30,000 asylum seekers per month, as long as they apply to enter the country legally. 
Some people have already been expelled, but it's not necessarily acting as the deterrent Biden wants. It doesn't matter where they deport me, this man from Venezuela says. I will return for the well-being of you know, my children. This guy's, t- turn, turn this off. It's, it's trash what's going on. You, you heard Governor Greg Abbott saying that, you know, it's great that he was at the border, but it's, it's two years and what? trillions of dollars too late literally absolutely absolutely and and, and it's a man-made crisis global yeah. warming sorry no not a man-made crisis <laughs> it's cyclical weather you know uh, this literally man biden made crisis the wall was going up at the end of trump yeah. biden stopped Instead of ex- putting up the doors that were supposed to go up and completing it and even allocating more money to build even more wall. Joseph, he went working. there for a photo op. Let's let's get it yeah, straight. He, he went there for a photo op, a publicity stunt, you know, to kind of shove it to the American people's throat that, hey, I actually went to the border. You know, you didn't think I was, but I actually went to the border. He didn't accomplish anything. No, and it was a joke. The, the fascocrat mayor of El Paso yeah. who turned that city into a shithole. Yeah. Uh, people all over, all of a sudden realized in two days to clean it up. The laws and abilities he had all along to clean out the migrant camps and get the homeless off the streets and, and the drugs off the streets under laws yeah. that exist that they've refused to uphold until then. But for yeah. Biden's photo op, two days, they cleaned up El Paso. Looks pristine, you know, oh, yeah. to hide the reality of the bad fascist policy, which yeah. they will now go back to, and El Paso will turn into a shithole yet again. Yeah, you notice uh, You notice in some of the clips, uh, I, I wish I could plug all of them in, but uh, we're going to get going here in a little bit because I want to give thanks to a couple people before we go. Um, you noticed, you noticed where, when Biden was there, the first thing he grabs is an ice cream. He's eating an ice cream meeting with leadership of Mexico. Yeah. Yeah. Who does that, man? Oh, and they're calling it the three amigos summit. And if you saw his presser on it or answering, what was the first thing on his agenda? The green new scam. Yeah. That was the first thing. The very last thing he mentioned and reluctantly was what he was supposed to be there for, the illegal immigration crisis. (laughs) That was the last thing he mentioned and reluctantly as an afterthought. His main priority is the Green New Scam. While millions want to drop their balls. I agree with you. We, we talked a little bit about this, uh, folks. I want to give uh, a hat tip and uh, a shout out to uh, uh, to David Edward, uh, former U.S. special agent that was on the show uh, this past Monday. Uh, thank you very much, sir. We got into a little bit of it, guys. Check this clip out here. I'm about to plug in here. This is uh, this is David uh, Edward, myself, and Joseph here on the show. Tweeting again, like the others. Probably, guys. probably. <laughs> Probably we you don't have a lot of bots, Joseph. Yeah, there a was lot a of show, bots. the show that we did the other day, and even Marjorie Taylor Green chimed in. 
yeah. regarding the, the show on the uh, Twitter. And the snowflakes, of course, had a meltdown. <laughs> yeah, look at the, what they're saying now. They're giving me these fake fucking shit on the show. Stop with this freaking fake fucking bot shit. I can't stand this garbage. They're all over the place. Spam. Spam. all this spam. stuff. Yeah. You. yeah, it's ridiculous. It really is. But uh, we're back here on the show here with uh, David Edward. Is David, I have to get the things right here because obviously I got yelled at uh, by David here in the green room before we started. Uh, don't call him sir. So I can't call you sir. So should I call you David or should I call you Dave? Uh, D- you know what? Whatever you're most comfortable with. Most people are lazy, so Dave is shorter. So that works okay. just fine, yeah. Yeah, well, you always want your pen name, whether it's your legal name or not, to be used, obviously, for your promotional value. And I always have to go with Joseph M. Leonard because there's a Joseph Leonard in North Carolina. So, yeah. But, yeah. Joseph, your buddy. Call me whatever you like, just not late for dinner. Right, David? That's that's true. That's a non-commissioned officer. And that comes with some privileges, but it doesn't come with the privilege of being called sir. So all of the drill instructors in at least the army, which is where my experience is, uh, you know, they're all, they're all sergeants or better. So they're all non-commissioned officers and every single enrollee enlistee who goes in calls him, sir. I did. We all do. And they're like, don't call me, sir. I work for a living. You know, it's, it's famous movie line. Um, but yeah, it's, and it's true. You learn, you learn, cause you have to say, sir, you know, yes, sir. No, sir. Or yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. You know, you have to extend that. They call it a, a salutation courtesy. Um, oh, so you learn okay. to say, sir. Because that's all you can say, you know, yes, sir, or, or yes, ma'am. Um, but the undertone of what you might actually be saying is only known to the enlisted, I guess, would be the, yeah. the way to look at that. Yeah, yeah what, what, one second, uh, uh, David. This is, uh, this is Joseph. Um, running a Joe. little late today, but hey, better late than never. It's okay. Uh, uh, excuse me? Late? <laughs> we were scheduled for 1 o'clock, so I was busy writing uh, – my Liberty Beacon article for the 21st since bumbling okay. Biden wears blinders to the border is my piece for January 14th. I write for the LibertyBeacon.com. Alrighty, guys, we're back here. Let me close it out. About to close it out here with uh, Joseph here and myself. Joseph. Joseph, yeah. wait patiently. He's like, Jesus Christ, get the fucking videos off. I'm tired of waiting for videos. <laughs> no, these are, this is good stuff. Yeah, yeah. But uh, the one video I had, Joseph in tears, it, and rightfully so, because the, the, the video is, it, it's depressing. It really is. But, you know, we, we had to plug it in to, to, to show, you know, the listeners just what the hell's going on with this nation, Joseph. It's terrible. Yes. Yeah. And, uh, I, you know, I'm sure most with our tough talk most of the time, people probably yeah. think I don't have a heart. But, yes, I can be moved to tears. Folks. Yeah, you do, do have a heart. You do have a heart. Guys, I want to close it out here. Before I close it out, I want to say uh, thank you to LiveRishi.com. They've been supporting us for, oh, God, now over a year and a half now. Thank you very much. A small little independent company, but uh, a big company at heart. Uh, guys, you can head over to uh, www.LiveRishi.com. 
Uh, use that promo code SAVAGE10 for 20% off. That's right, guys. We're going to give you 20% off your entire order while supplies last. So if you go there and the promo code is invalid, that means the supplies are no longer there. So you waited too long. Anyway, guys, these are uh, natural CBD uh, products, uh, hemp cream, pretty much rub it all over the place. Um, uh, highly suggest you rub it in the correct areas because if you don't, it's going to leave a really, really bad, uh, bad, bad uh, afterburn effect. Oof. And you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Anyways, Joseph, I'm, uh, I'm pretty much out of words, buddy. Uh, I think I, uh, I think I plugged everything in today. Oh, one more plug in guys. There we go. We put the plug in on the bottom, the book, get the book guys available. Ebook, Kindle, soft cover formats, guys. Great, great book. America's Political Warfare, Our Modern Civil War. Got anything going on, Joseph, or is that it, buddy? Uh, yeah, a whole lot going on today, but uh, yeah, nothing really to immediately promote. I'm getting ready to go on the author show uh, that's been promoting terror strikes coming soon to a city near you to be able to talk about how to write a book and get it published, hence tips and techniques. So, uh I, I will be mentioning the Savage Unfiltered, like the plugin you had uh, with David, and That's the tough. shock, the shock and surprise you had that David, with almost forty books available, actually liked the advice and was going to take some of the advice I give. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He was, uh, you know, 40, 40 plus books, guys. This guy wrote in in a course of uh, like a year and a half, two years. That's impressive, Joseph. Oh, you could say that again. <laughs> yeah, very impressive. Uh, I mean, it took me almost eight months to write uh, America's Political Warfare, a modern civil war. Uh, so, God, guy, guy, it looks like he writes a book every month, you know, with all, the, all that, you know what I mean? But, uh, yeah, yeah. But, uh, and, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, but it, when, if the inspiration hits you, you go with it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and yeah. It, it's not about being perfect. No such thing as being perfect or even improving. It's about being somewhat different because like he said, he's writing a Western next as opposed to his military novels. Well, obviously the characters and the scenery have to be very different and yeah. you have to take into account the different eras and oh, how yeah. they talk and how things look. And even just the presentation, like uh, if there's guns going to be involved in both, but you obviously don't apply today's gun tactics to a Western book when the tactics and strategies and way things were done were different then. Oh, uh, yeah. An important distinction there uh, that, uh, you know, uh, he understands and that my book helps others to understand. Oh yeah. 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 Good stuff. Uh, guys, we're going to close it out here. Um, want to thank Joseph, uh, as always, I know he's got to get going. Uh, we usually do like an hour, hour and a half show, but, uh, we're getting to that point guys. Uh, want to thank, uh, Dawn Weir from the, uh, the giving water organization for joining us here on the show. Um, uh, you can check her out, thegivingwater.org. Tremendous, tremendous organization. I highly suggest you check it out, guys, because uh, we we are suffering a water crisis. It's not it's not fake news. It's, it's not fake narratives. It's actually real, guys. So, uh, so thank you very much, guys, for joining, guys. Remember, 
Remember, get the book America's Political Warfare, Our Modern Civil War, as well as Joseph's two books, um, Terror Strikes Coming to a City Near You, and How to Write a Book, Tips, Hints, and Techniques. Did, did, I, did, I, did I get that right, Joseph? Yeah, it's kind of a long title. How to yeah, write a yeah. book and get it published. Hints, yeah. tips, and techniques. Yeah, yeah, I had to bring Joseph back on camera to fix that notation. Yeah, I, always, well, I, I always forget I, the second book, but, you know. <laughs> I had to give the, the long title because, yeah. indeed, there are other books like How to Publish on Amazon. Well, that's only one aspect. Yeah. <laughs> My book is much broader and in, all-encompassing. Uh, which oh, yeah. is why so many people are praising the book. You know, other books are very limited in scope. Uh, you don't get the beginning to end and even post-publication marketing, like yeah. being on a podcast like Savage Unfiltered, like David Edward was, to promote his work. Oh, yeah. He was very, very impressed. He sent me an email. Shaky got it. And he's like, man, they were, they were very impressed with the production. I'm like, thank you. <laughs> thank you back. You know, we put a lot of work into this show, guys. A lot of work. I'm up till like sometimes 15, 16, 20 hours with Shaky doing all these uh, these graphics. So definitely the show is growing. I want to get Joseph out of here because I'm looking at the time. He's got about 10 minutes. I don't want him uh, uh, to, to miss the show. Gotcha. They're probably emailing you right now. We're, we're waiting yeah. for you, Joseph. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah I got to have, gotta have time to refill my uh, my drink glass and uh, take oh, a potty got, break. You got before. 10 minutes, Joseph. <laughs> get get out of here right now, buddy. But uh, yeah, we're going to close it out, guys. Remember, keep it sad. <laughs>